the TARDIS sauce and uh, welcome and thanks to Ed Lamoureux, Professor of Communications and Interactive Media, I remember it at that time, at Bradley University. Ed, you've been on before. We, uh, you know, we only run 19-minute podcasts, so we don't get into everything. Um, privacy, the whole issue of privacy, online, in our world today, 21st century, um, huge number of concerns. Let's focus in on one particular one. What is it that brings, sort of brings you out to, to talk about today? Well, in this particular instance, the city of Peoria had a program that they joined with Amazon, um, one of the providers of uh, door cameras mm. um, and other surveillance devices in this place in this case the ring system the ring and uh, a movie about that <laughs> and uh, uh, Amazon uh, kicked in 50 bucks and the city kicked in 50 bucks in a partnership to offer consumers a hundred dollar discount if you will or subsidy on buying a ring door camera system and, and on the face of it one would say you know maybe we just explain it to people Oh, well, that's just a security camera to give you a little safeguard to help the police. Well, I think we ought to, I, I mean, I think we ought to t say th three things about it before we sort mm -hmm. of get into that. The first thing is nobody forces these on any consumer. Yeah. Right? Consumer buys it themselves. Okay. Um, so in other words, it's, it's, not like a, it's not like a smart uh, uh, um, water meter that the city says you have to have, or the, right. that the water company says you have to have it. Okay. This is something that you go by totally because, because you want one. Okay. Second of all, you do not have to connect it to anything other than your smartphone. Mm -hmm. So the systems are available to connect it to the cloud so you can store the videos mm -hmm. uh, or to the police department so you can have, or other monitoring systems, right? Mm -hmm. So you can have some kind of monitoring on it. But you're not required to do either of those. So you can just get the thing and it takes a picture and it sends it to your smartphone. Hmm. The third thing is there are people who uh, could argue that they benefit from it. They? The, the consumer. The consumer might get one and might feel more secure in their home. They might feel better. The, the consumer might get it and there might have been an event in their home and then they catch the bad guy. Mm -hmm. and, and they, in that way, feel that it's helped make them more secure. Right. I don't want to rule those out because okay. we might have a viewer. Totally we might have a viewer listener who says, "Hey, listen, I got one of these. Yeah, we caught the great. guy. It works great." Yeah, I'm not ruling that out. Right. The, the issues that I have are, are a few. I'll start with this sort of implementation of the program. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, I hate to criticize Peoria. On the other hand, I wish they'd have done something different with this one. Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you what it is. I'm of the belief that the laws that we have in this country about privacy are real important. Mm -hmm. They're laws that protect you and me and all of the citizens. I think that city government, government at all levels, law enforcement, have responsibility to protect those laws, just like protect us with regard to those laws, just like they do to protect us with regard crime. to crime, other kinds of crime. Mm -hmm. right? If they violate our privacy, if someone violates our privacy and breaks the law doing it, it's against the law. Mm -hmm. That needs to be protected too. Okay. So in this instance, because I've talked with city staff about how this came about, I'm pretty convinced there wasn't a thorough analysis of the downsides. Mm -hmm. They right. decided to do it. They didn't really look at what right. the potential risks are on the privacy side. Sure. And there was no public education. Part of the problem here is we're going into this new era of connecting everything, the Internet of Things, and folks just don't understand, I think, generally speaking, how the tech works, what the risks are, what the benefits are. I think city government, for example, if you're going to get in a cooperative arrangement with the, with the seller, mm -hmm. 
as representatives of the people, probably should do a little public education about pluses and minuses mm -hmm. instead of just we're sponsoring this program, come buy your device and we'll give you a hundred buck discount. Right. So that, for me, that's kind of troublesome. Mm -hmm. um, on, on the pragmatic side, these systems are, argu it's arguable as to whether these systems really protect anybody from much of anything. Mm -hmm. Now, city staff says, and I take them at their word, that there is a concentration of places where they implemented these devices mm -hmm. and they're seeing a 25 percent decrease in crime in those areas hmm. i know nothing about the area mm -hmm. or how they're gathering that data i'm not going to argue with them mm -hmm. maybe that's true mm -hmm. i look at it a little bit more um, in an everyday sense as you know and as your viewers know every mall every convenience store every gas station every bank every, every place you go has got surveillance cameras right and still a lot of crime. Yeah. Doesn't deter <laughs> doesn't, everybody. Do, doesn't yeah. keep right. very many bad guys away. Mm -hmm. Now, eventually, it might lead to, to, to apprehending uh, a, a, an accused mm -hmm. and maybe a prosecution and sending them away, mm -hmm. in which case maybe you're street safer. Mm -hmm. But I think it's hard to argue that a camera that takes a picture of what's going on in your doorstep is, is really protecting you. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a deterrent value from seeing that it's there, maybe, but I kind of doubt it. Mm -hmm. Um, the, Let me ask you. Yeah. Do you, do you know or do we know if you have this device, is it marked as such? I mean, when you come to the house, you know, sometimes you see yeah, protected it's big, it's by. Big, it's you can you can put up branding, and it's also bigger than the peephole. Okay. So it's pretty so easy people, to know that so it's a the, perpetrator would know. Oh, I, I'm on I, I suspect you would probably put up signage of some kind, just like when they do when they have a commercial right. company protected that, by such yeah, and such. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so the systems may not detour although they may help with apprehension and prosecution. You know, I think we have to ask the question, who really benefits? Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure it's the consumer. I know for sure it's Amazon. <laughs> okay? Because every time that doorbell rings when that system is on, Amazon collects then data about what happens. So they get pictures of the people that are there. Well, there's people who come to your door other than delivery people. Your neighbors come to your door looking mm -hmm. for sugar or beer or whatever it is you give out to your neighbors. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts or whoever it is that's selling wreaths come to your door and push mm -hmm. the button. Lots of folks push the button, mm -hmm. right? And that activates the camera. So they get pictures of those folks. More than that, you know, if you remember how basic computers work, it's on, off, on, off. It used to be vacuum tubes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty easy to tell in an analytical way that you've opened the door or not and how long it takes you to open the door and when you open the door when the doorbell rings. Mm -hmm. So with this process of having the doorbell rung every time an Amazon package gets dropped, we've become habituated to, to realizing that the, doors ring, the doorbell rings. Maybe it's a package. I better get out there and see. Uh -huh. So Amazon is able to collect this enormous database, not only with faces that they can tie into their facial recognition, artificial intelligence, but also with knowing when you're there. And, and, and that's really valuable information in the mm -hmm. data marketplace sure. to know when the consumer is home, when they're not home, when they answer the doorbell, when they don't. Also, uh, you might, so, so let's go back to the security thing. I bought this system. I realize it just sends a picture to my cell phone. I'm going to get upsell information from Amazon. I'm going to get upsell information from the local police department that suggests that it would be better if I hooked it up to the police department or that I store the videos in the cloud either and or both. Mm -hmm. If I'm really looking for security, I might buy those systems. Mm 
Mm-hmm. This is additional. This is an additional, mm-hmm. but it's likely that I'm, if I'm looking for security, I might want the police to know what's going on. If I'm looking mm-hmm. to store these videos to use later as evidence, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to store them, not just have them disappear on my cell phone. Right. Besides the fact that your smartphone is leaky, by the way, but that's another issue altogether with regard to data. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, if I use either of those systems now, I'm putting everything into the data marketplace that's recorded by that. Uh, by that camera, mm. my door opening, my neighbor coming, the people who are out in the street when that picture is taken and, or go, and go by. I don't think when my neighbor comes to come watch the ball game with me and rings the bell to get in, I should be sending his image into a law enforcement database that gets shared with every law enforcement agency in the country if they ask. Wow. I, I think that's an abrogation of privacy right. Mm-hmm. He can't stop me. He doesn't even know. Right. He's innocent of everything. He's right. done nothing. And yet his image is going into that database and being being, being examined with everything else. Mm-hmm. Now, it may not matter because he may not ever do anything wrong, mm-hmm. right? right? But his wife still files for divorce. Mm-hmm. And when she does, one of the things that her lawyer does is collect all that digital information that they can get in discovery, everything they can possibly get. Mm. And one of the things that they will be able to argue is he's away from home a lot. Mm. As 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 example, there he is going the always going to that neighbor's <laughs> house. Knows. Yeah, so he hasn't done anything wrong. He's got nothing to hide, but he's still got information in the system that could be used against him. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It, it goes against civil liberties. Right. So, those are some of the concerns. The recordings themselves are hard to protect, and even on your cell phone, I mentioned it briefly. You know that smartphone is about the leakiest digital device that there is. Mm-hmm. There's no protections at all. Mm-hmm. You have to use, uh, you know, your phone system to get the phone to work. It's shoved right. through that. Amazon has access to that. Right. So uh, the whole data marketplace has access to most of what happens on your smartphone. So it's not, it's not a secure system in any way. And if you buy those other services, it's even worse. Hmm. And I'm just concerned that we didn't examine those issues. We didn't discuss them in public. We didn't, you know, the city, the city council did discuss it in public in that they authorized the program. Right. But there wasn't a large discussion over them. Staff yeah. didn't plan a public information campaign to no educate. No pro and con. No, and the no. staff didn't, prefer, didn't prepare a, a public information campaign for mm-hmm. folks that went along with the announcement that we're going to sell them. You, do you think that part of this is because we're so fixated and, and, and understandably, and take Peoria for example, crime. You know, anything we Absolutely. can do Absolutely. to solve crime Absolutely. is going to be good. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, my, I have a daughter who is a first responder. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not anti-enforcement mm-hmm. right. or anti-government either one. Mm-hmm. I'm pro-government. I think government ought to work with the people right. to help protect citizens. Give information. Yeah. yeah. But in this case... And it's not just us, it's, it's, it's government all over this country. Sometimes government and law enforcement forgets that those privacy laws are not just there to constrain law enforcement and to handicap intelligence and to mm-hmm. keep city from helping us. They're right. there to protect people, just like the other laws are. Right. And they need to be protected as well and, and encouraged. And I think in this case, we probably didn't do a very good job doing that. You sent me a note the other day, just, just, this just broke, this story. And I'm, I'm sure there have been other stories like it, but a, hack, a hacking incident. Well, using anything the, that, you know, any digital thing that's connected to a network. Mm-hmm. So even at the base buy, 
-hmm. It's connected. This, this, these devices are connected to the network because you're using a phone network mm -hmm. to get the information to your phone. Right. You don't want to see what's happening in your house. It comes to your phone. It's got to go through your whatever your provider mm -hmm. is. Right. Any digital information then is open to interception, uh, data leakage, data loss, um, and hacking. Those devices are open to, to being hacked, and we've seen instances in which bad folks have gone in and taken over the systems mm -hmm. to surveil those people in ways that they had no intention of being surveilled. And people probably weren't aware that anyone could do that. When they I imagine system. the consumers that the article that was in just broke in the paper this morning was a woman who had put up a, a, a surveillance, uh, actually it used a ring camera uh, system rather than the front door. She was surveilling her daughter's uh, bedroom and play area um, because she was away from home a lot. Mm -hmm. And someone took it over and was harassing her daughter via the, oh boy. it has a talk uh, feature if you put it in. And she put the talk feature in so she could talk to her daughter mm -hmm. remotely. If she saw someone something, else was talking to someone her else was talking to her daughter and spying on Great. her daughter, and it was a kind of predator sort of situation. Mm -hmm. um, that's extreme, yeah. but but breaches with these systems have already been uh, have happened in many cities, mm -hmm. um, and 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 uh, you know I don't, but I don't depend on the, <laughs> I don't, but I don't depend on the bad stuff to worry about mm -hmm. these things. Right. The stuff that most people take as benign, the data marketplace, mm -hmm. is troublesome to me. Mm -hmm. We don't even know how many companies are in it, but we know it's thousands of companies in the data marketplace, buying and selling information in and out of the data marketplace. Amazon is one of the biggest providers of data into that marketplace, and they own, they own a lot of the servers and systems that run the whole, the whole nine yards. And I'm more concerned about all the data that's going into that mm -hmm. about us. I mean, we're doing... We're real concerned about China as a surveillance state. Right. Besides the fact that we sell them a lot of the technology and-, and I saw that yeah. recently, yeah. But nevertheless, we're concerned about the Chinese government spying on their people. If you read those articles, mm -hmm. you think, oh my goodness, what mm -hmm. are they doing to their people? Mm -hmm. We're doing it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're putting the systems in willingly, mm -hmm. connecting them to the law enforcement agencies and to the cloud in the sky without knowing where it's going. And we're doing it to ourselves. And, and we're kind of doing it, I guess everyone has their own perception of this, but we're doing it sort of gradually so that you're not, you know, it's like boiling the frog. Oh, of course. You're not, you're not <laughs> even aware the heat's been, been turned up uh, yep. several yep. degrees. Yep, McLuhan reminded us 50, 60 years ago that, that by the time new media fully comes in, it's like we're like fish in water, totally habituated right. to it. So, so it's a, it is a gradual process, but... For Americans, everybody, you know, every there's no such thing as an American. There's lots of different kinds of Americans. Mm -hmm. In general, if you will, in a big, big general, we tend to like things easy, fast, and frictionless. Mm -hmm. And new media has been designed to appeal to those preferences. Well, and I'm I'm, I'm grabbing here as, as something that is sort of I've seen, not that I watch a lot of these, but. A movie, a TV movie, depicting a crime solving, and there's many of them. And there was one I watched where they were forever looking at surveillance footage. You know, they would run it back yep. at a toll booth, well, at here, at there. So it was like almost... We take it as, you know. as science fiction, but if you look at the facts of the Data Analysis Center and Law Enforcement in Chicago, 
and other big cities mm -hmm. that are that are more thoroughly wired than Peoria, mm -hmm. those are realities in some cities, mm -hmm. in some places in some cities. So um, it's is it only going to get worse? In in your mind, we're only going to get more and more surveillance. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because yeah, it, it already. I mean, we talked before, and I think it's an an issue for you that people willingly give up. That's why it's Im, that's why it's important that at the local level. I, I hate to complain about city government mm -hmm. because those men and women work hard mm -hmm. to make this the best place they can. Right. They all love the place mm -hmm. or they'd go somewhere else. Right. But it's at that local level that you have to make that wedge. You know, mm -hmm. It's the local city government that has to say, we're not going to partner with Amazon just because they're going to give us 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? And, and because that didn't happen... It, it illustrates for me how this slide works. You know, well, hey, the city's sponsoring this, this thing. I don't have to hook it up to anything special. Must be okay. This must be okay. Mm -hmm. Without that hard analysis and public information, even if they say we've decided, given the pros and the cons, that we're going to sponsor the program, we think you ought to go ahead and buy. Yeah. That information's available to people about things they might consider otherwise. Right. That's troublesome to me. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, the other thing is, and, and not to... Uh, uh, well, I guess we are going to pick on Amazon a little bit because <coughs> they're so big, and at this time of year, they're so we're all using them or, or getting something from them. It's it's kind of hard to see why they're not. There, there's a problem there when you have that kind of market advantage to to use that, as you say, for data collection or to push their thing with the law enforcement uh, community across the country. I mean. They almost have an unfair advantage because they're so big. I, I think probably the general public doesn't realize that Amazon has one of the two or three largest network slash server data center um, uh, operations in the world. Um, they're along with Facebook to some degree and, and then some other providers as big as anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, Bezos owns the Internet or at least a significant part of it, as right. we experience it in America. We think of them as delivering books and packages and clothes right. and that, although they've taken over that part. Yeah, I suppose we could spend a lot of time complaining about the degree to which our retail in this town, for example, which just lost its Sears, mm -hmm. um, uh, has, su has suffered from the, the, the online assault. I think people stop thinking there about it. Amazon is is that that's like the tip of the iceberg Dude, now. Way well, it's like the tip mm -hmm. of the iceberg now, because he bought into server systems and networks before anybody else, essentially, and built this enormous system of data collection and and, and storage and analysis, with Facebook coming along and, and becoming a behemoth like Amazon. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think it's it's this interesting company. That is much, much more than I'm going to get some some shoes at a good price that are I can send it back easy. Hopefully, I just, I just bought a pair of shoes from Zappos. <laughs> Amazon owns Zappos, so I'm. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll read about it in the Washington Post, which well. is also owned by Amazon. Yeah, or, or Bezos, Bezos or at least, Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a wild thing. Um, we got time just briefly yep. here. Uh, the holiday seasons, where there's people are ordering things mm. online. Yep. Uh, what's your thought on? You know, things to look at in 20, do as 2020. Do as I say, not as I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're way, all doing it. Way too much Amazon stuff coming in. Well, you know, part of what happened there is that they degraded. The, the result has been the degrading of local 
retail right to the point that now sometimes you have you know your choices am i going to get in the car and drive to bloomington or am i going to get it from amazon mm -hmm. rather than am i going to go get my car and go downtown or mm -hmm. go to the mall or wherever mm -hmm. um you know folks are going to be presented with opportunities for now for the next 10 15 years about uh, smart stuff, the connected stuff, Internet of the Things stuff. We're going to call them smart devices. I don't think they are. I like to call them dumb devices. <laughs> Alexa, would you please turn on? And then it's some sappy song that you really didn't, in blue. You didn't need to hear anyway. <laughs> but you could have gotten up, gone over to your radio, oh, yeah. and turned it on. A tremendous effort. And, and you, and, and, you know, uh, you, the button that starts your car from inside the house, the, I mean, on and on and on. Do I need a Christmas tree that, that I can push Bluetooth music through? Mm -hmm. The rest, my toaster, my <laughs> toothbrush, my, you know. Consumers need to make informed choices about these things. They're not benign choices. Mm -hmm. We're inviting an enormous amount of in, uh, uh, intelligence, intelligence gathering information into our homes. And we're calling them smart devices and smart homes. And they're really not. Um, I said this last time I was here, I repeat it every time I get to this point, you know, the only people that are surveilled like this are people in prisons and hospitals. Hmm. And, and we're doing it to ourselves. And it's probably, you know, so yeah, it's really hard. I'm going to have to go find something that isn't smart. It, it, actually, it's going to cost less. It's going to save you money. Mm -hmm. But it might be an older version. Ooh. Every time, <laughs> yeah, every time you do that, you're voting to the... You're sending a vote to the marketplace that says, we don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. It's not just I don't want that. We, don't. we don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And we got to start voting. Right. Because right now we're voting for a total surveillance society. And we don't like to think of it that way. We like to think of that as something in the movies. Mm -hmm. We like to think of that as something in China. Mm -hmm. But you got to stop and think about it. And you get in your car. Could be controlled. You get, you know, now your door can be controlled. We coming and going can be controlled. You go to your workplace. You got cameras and monitoring from your employer about how fast you work. I mean, you can sort of start playing that out. And the the technology is almost there. We're not very far. From, that's why the Chinese can put it in. And it is there. Right. It isn't very far from where we are to where they are. Right. They're buying the stuff from us. They're actually installing it. Their political system and their social system, their cultural system, enables them to do it without revolt. Right. We might revolt. have more pushback, but have you seen any lately? No, no. So, for example, the, the city had this event where a hundred of these devices were available. You know, there weren't any pickets. There weren't right. any, there was no complaint. No naysayers. No, we just no. went down and, I didn't, but folks mm -hmm. just went down and got them. Mm-hmm. And, and if that continues, you know, I'm not going to want to be here. I mean, it's going to be time for me to go, and, and I won't care because this isn't going to be a place I'm going to want to be, right? Ed Lamoureux, professor at Bradley University. As usual, you bring us uh, stirring information oh, yeah. we need to think about. Light and, and fun <laughs> at ho the holiday season. But good to, good to keep it in mind, folks. So anyway, Ed, have a great holiday season, and uh, we'll see you folks next time on Tartar Sauce. Thank you. PeoriaLife.com